0: I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call into the program tonight, 503-225-0860, or 866-536-536. 7469. We've spent much of the past two years fearing each other, being afraid of each other, dreading the act of breathing, being afraid to breathe. In fact, when I go to the doctor, every time I go, I have to wear a mask still. And they say it's not going away anytime soon, even though I think by May we should... uh, they're going to be declaring COVID-19 an endemic situation rather than a pandemic situation. But again, people are afraid of breathing. People are afraid to do anything. We, we went months without seeing smiles. We deprived loved ones of hugs and kisses and starving children of valuable and necessary nonverbal social input. We just let them go into their rooms and play their video games because that's all they can do. The association of schools are kind of, Iffy and off, and people say, "Well, they need the they need the social uh, health." Well, social health is not the same now with kids; it's different. So, you have a lot of valuable time, a lot of valuable social net- networking that went on on the internet, and now we have people after this two years of what I call dehumanizing. We have people viciously turning on anyone. Who does not march in strict lockstep with the algorithm or the algorithm, algorithm induced viewpoints about war, the war in Ukraine, about, well, still about vaccines. I mean, it's still holding on to that. And of course, global warming, uh, global warming, global crisis, uh, crisis management with the global, I don't know what they're calling it these days. It's, they're calling it a climate crisis or something else because they want people to be scared, want people to be fearful and i'm just looking around and i just see one illusion after the other that's losing its appeal to me because all of the illusions that they've that they've forced on us they're losing they're losing their appeal and they're they're also losing their credibility and what i mean by that is that uh well history suggests be when wars, when wars begin, we can't stop them. And we've been in a, a, in a whole array of wars. We talked about the wars with the Iron Mountain campaign and, and you know, the wars on drugs and terrorism and, you know, bad actors and the war on immigration and the war. everything is a war or a polycrisis. And the truth of the matter is, is that the vultures are always, always swarming above us. We always have like the sword of Damocles dangling above us with a hair and you can carry it on and on and on and hope that something's going to change, but no, wars usually continue for long periods of time. When your conscience finally calls you up and says, hey, what's the deal? And the time is now. You either step back and laugh at yourself and say, okay, I'm going to try and do better, or you continue to deny that you're going the wrong direction. Now, I'm really concerned about what I've been hearing lately with regard to global warming and climate change and what I see in the news media about global warming and climate change. They're not letting up. The reason why is because of all the freak snowstorms that have happened in Southern California. They've had about 11 cyclone bomb storms that have hit this year, including a major snowstorm that didn't hit the mountains, it hit the low-lying areas. I mean, the, the snow level dropped to 500 feet and below. So, yeah, there were, there were palm trees dusted in snow. We were snowed in for three days here in the uh, Pacific Northwest. And I was thinking to myself, you know, that this is an example of a climate spike again, but it's cooler. It's a cold climate spike in a time where things should be warming up. And, yes, it's going to be warmer again this summer. It's going to be hot this summer. And you can bet that everything that you see on the news is going to be a warning about going out in the heat, a heat advisory. But never do they call it a cold advisory. Never do they say, you know, there's going to be a cold advisory in San Bernardino, California. Or in Malibu. Or, you know, and, and that's that's something that they, they had to do this year. All right. And that to me is weird. That to me, again it certainly uh, hardens my resolve when I say things like it's geoengineering people. It's all about geoengineering. It's not about climate science or climate change. It's about what they're doing with the environment. Because look, if they took it seriously, maybe I would take it seriously, but they don't take it seriously. Because when they speak of global warming, when they speak of the uh, the, the environment, they never talk about what they're doing to prevent problems. They're always talking about jobs that they're going to be filling in the future, jobs that they need to fill. It's just continually giving them an excuse to say, we're going to have jobs as a result of this, because we're going to have to get rid of fossil fuels. We're going to have to get rid of the traditional legacy systems. And when we do, we're going to have to train people for jobs they're not even qualified for yet. And so we go from you know, just being passive about it to all these militant, viciously uh, these vicious militants, these faithfully green militants, coming after you if you don't recycle or if you don't have any if you if you think the climate change is a hoax, you're you're a right wing uh, nutter, nutcase, whatever. But I want to make a declaration tonight for all you people who support the whole global warming thing. I want to tell you right now that if you support what our government wants to do with climate change and their policies, you should be against the war. You'd be you should be against the war because of all the resources it destroys and how it plays hob with climate. The powers that be have succeeded in doublethink, successful doublethink here, getting people to believe that they can save the planet by listening to the ecological saviors while at the same time those ecological saviors are talking out of both sides of the mouth because they're war hawks and what do war hawks do they destroy resources they gobble up fossil fuels they use plastics and rubber and all kinds of things to further the war effort so i don't see how people can say they support both causes without looking like a hypocrite or being politically consistent 5032250860